Uh, today, August the 9th, is the, um, is the anniversary of the bombing of the Sabaro Pizzeria in Jerusalem. As I said, many young people would not even uh, would not even know what I'm referring to when I talk about the Sabaro bombing. But for those of us who were around at that time, and knowing where Sabaro was located, Mamash in the center of the uh, active area of uh, Jerusalem shopping district, um, and the circumstances surrounding the uh, the bombing, it is very very hard for any of us who were uh, paying attention at that time to forget. And there is an effort now uh, to um, extradite or to, um, well, you know what? I'll have our guests uh, do this certainly better than I can. With us live via telephone, Arnold Roth, whose daughter Malky was a victim in the Sabaro bombing back in 2001. Mr. Roth, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you very much, Nathan. And um, Rabbi Alchanan Pupko is with us, um, who has uh, many titles and responsibilities in the Jewish world here in Manhattan, including uh, a rabbi at the moment at the Congregation Ramat Ora on the Upper West Side. Rabbi Pupko, welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning. It's good to be with you, Nachum. I appreciate that very much. Um, Arnold Roth, uh, take us back to August 9, 2001. Uh, let us know what we know about the mastermind behind the bombing, and then we'll get to uh, what the effort is like today. Mastermind is a woman, a Jordanian, who was 21 years old at the time. Uh, her name is Ahlam Tamimi, and uh, she boasts regularly and for the record of having brought a bomb, a human bomb, a man with a guitar case filled with explosives, to the center of Jerusalem from Ramallah, uh, fleeing before the explosion after carefully telling him not to explode for 10 minutes, and uh, producing a horrific, horrific result. There were 15 people killed uh, immediately. One of them was my daughter, though we didn't know it for many hours. A 16th woman, also an American citizen like my Malki, has been in a vegetative coma ever since. And another young woman who was pregnant, her name is Shoshana Heyman Green, uh, Greenbaum, is uh, the second person who's actually dead and had American citizenship. Everyone else was uh, not American, but just as, uh, just as tragically victims of what happened. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, one of the reasons, and not to obviously not to minimize anyone's uh, tragic uh, uh, you know, death on that day, uh, but I believe there were multiple people from one family. Am I right about that? Five members, a father and a mother and three children from the Sahid family, a well-known family in the Netherlands who uh, were all in. Uh, it's a tragic story that continued long after the immediate tragedy. I can only imagine. Um, all right, so Rabbi Pupko, what is, the, uh, w- what is happening now on this anniversary? It's August the 9th, 2001. Today is August the 9th, 2019. It's 18 years later. What, what is going on here uh, among Jewish uh, representatives of our community uh, toward uh, members of the United States Congress regarding this case? Uh, yeah, thank you. So there's actually a very important effort uh, right here in New York. Uh, the Department of Justice and the FBI uh, put Tamimi, who is a terrorist that helped with this bombing, on America's most wanted list. 
Uh, they even put a 500, I'm sorry, $5 million reward on her head. Uh, at the same time, due to pressure from the State Department or uh, whatever it is, they are not enforcing any of that policy. It's a meaningless policy. It's only on paper. And so we're asking our congressman, the congressman from uh, Manhattan, Jerry Nadler, who's the chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, to enforce this policy and to say, listen, we have an extradition treaty with Jordan. Hamimi is living in Jordan, and she should be extradited to the United States because of what she's done and because of her role in killing American citizens. Arnie, she actually spent time in jail, right? So she spent time in Israeli jail and was released in the Shalit deal. Uh, but that, you know, that is for what she's done to Israeli citizens, and that's between them and the Israelis. At the same time, as Americans, American law requires her extradition uh, and her to be brought to justice here in the United States. Speaking both of Hanan Pupko and Arnie Roth. All right, so the, the question now is, what's the call to action? It's 18 years later. We heard um, what you're expecting or hoping that the, uh, uh, the congressman, the uh, chair of the uh, House Judiciary Committee, will do. What is it that we should do? Is this, is this uh, directive only for Manhattan residents, only for New Yorkers, or can all Americans participate in what you're asking us to do? Explain what's going on. Absolutely. So first of all, um, Jerry Nadler's district is not just uh, Manhattan, it's also Borough Park. And so if you, if you live in the district, or even if you don't call his New York office, um, if, can I mention the, the number here, Nachum? Please. Yeah, so you call Jerry Nadler's office. It's 212-367-7350. 212-367-7350. And ask for justice. Ask for the uh, House Judiciary Committee to enforce U.S. law and to say we're not going to put up with this. We want justice for the families. And justice uh, and justice in this case means to extradite her to the U.S.? Yeah, I mean, Nahum, it's hard to even imagine this, but Tamimi, who is a, a, a person who killed children in a pizzeria, essentially is living the life of a hero. She's living in Jordan. She goes on national television there all the time bragging about what she's done. Uh, I mean, it's unthinkable to, to, to see the remorseless way she speaks about her role in, in killing innocent children while they're eating pizza. It's, it's just hard to grasp with the mind. Uh, and so we want to make sure that, that that's over and that she's just sitting behind bars. Uh, the phone number at uh, Congressman Nadler's office is 212-367-7350, 212-367-7350. We're asking for the House Judiciary Committee for justice, and that means to extradite her, Alam Ahmad al-Tamimi, uh, to the United States to uh, stand trial uh, for the murder of U.S. citizens on uh, August the 9th of 2001. Arnie, what was your family's reaction to the Shalit deal? We were vociferously opposed to Aklan Tamini being among the 1,027 people. Uh, we recognized that the deal itself was a done deal. Uh, we focused, therefore, on that specific person. And uh, we were remorseless. We pushed very hard. And, of course, we were totally ignored, as were all the victim families, leaving, I have to say, very bitter feelings behind. However, at the end of the day, 
we thought that uh, there is the possibility of taking uh, action via the United States Justice Department. That's what brought me to Washington several weeks after the Schlitt deal. We got a terrific response from the FBI and the DOJ, but it then took five years until they, they called us up rather unexpectedly and said, we've got some news, meet us in one of the hotels in Jerusalem. The problem with what happened at that point going forward was that nothing seemed to make sense. I have to say that the DOJ, as far as I can tell, has been terrific. They've done what you would expect them to do, and somebody somewhere, and this is a non-partisan political assessment, is locking them. There's a lot, as Rabbi Kupko has just said, that doesn't make sense. There's a reward for uh, information that the United States has always had and doesn't need any help getting the woman the murderer, the terrorist, Akhlan Tamimi, lives out in the open in Jordan. She's a national hero in the truest sense of the word. So you've got lots of questions. We're, we're, uh, we're horrified by the way these questions are just being swept away. Was there an effort? First of all, is there a precedent? Have we ever seen the U.S. successfully extradite someone in a similar type of situation? So that's an important question, Nachum. Let me just take about 30 seconds to answer it. There's a terrific law on the American books that says when there is a terrorist act that takes place outside the United States and someone is killed, the United States sees the entire world as its jurisdiction. There have been many Americans who have been killed here in Israel. No one had ever taken any steps under that law. So when I walked into the room filled with operatives of the DOJ, I knew that no one had ever done this before. They said that they would. I walked away believing it. It didn't happen right away. But then when it did happen five years later, all of these questions. So there's, there, is, there are pretty serious questions, all kinds of questions. They're in the letter that I sent to Representative Nadler on the 20th of June of this year, and which unfortunately I haven't seen a response to. I'm hoping very much that the effort that uh, Rabbi Kupko is, is heading to um, have Representative Nadler speak to local Jewish leadership and understand the depth of feeling will succeed. I think this is a good reason why it makes sense for people, if they're so inclined, to give a call to his office. They register the calls. Let them know that there are people who are really upset at the way the U.S. government seems to have gotten itself into a tangle for reasons that have nothing to do with the lives that were stolen, like my beautiful daughter Malkis and Shoshana Heyman Greenbaum, but because of uh, political considerations that don't deserve any respect. How old was Malki? Maki was 15. Um, there, are, there are times when these terrorist masterminds are tied to governments or larger terrorist groups. And if I'm not mistaken, sometimes when that's the case, it becomes a little easier uh, to deal with the Department of Justice because there's more of an address, so to speak, of who's responsible for the attack. Does that help at all? Does, was she directed by a large terrorist group or by some, I don't know, Iranian or other government to, to be the mastermind of this attack? Emphatically, yes. She was the first woman to be recruited as a terrorist by Hamas. The United States government has never had a problem formulating the legal case against her. She's been, she was charged in 2013, but it was, un, it was sealed. It was a secret. That was uh, a surprise that we didn't know about until we learned in 2017. But there's no question about where the U.S. government stands. It says she faces charges. We want her in Washington, and there is a treaty. I repeat, there's a treaty. There's an extradition treaty between the U.S. 
and Jordan. The problem with everything that I just said is, and this will be surprising to many people, the Jordanians say, and they said it several days after the charges were unveiled, out of the blue, the treaty is invalid. It's always been invalid. It's never been valid, which to simple minds like mine is sheer nonsense. There have been a string of Jordanian terrorists who were extradited, who are in prison in the United States today. What is different about Tamimi? And let's start by saying all her victims were Jews in Israel. How long ago did you move to Israel? 1988. My wife is from New York, and uh, I'm from Australia. Malki was born in Australia, but she never left Yerushalayim from the time that she was two years and a few months old. So three years after you got there... No, 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 no. We arrived in 88. Oh, I, 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 thought you, I, I thought you said 98. I apologize. So 1988. Right. And then and, and she did not leave Yushalayim all that time. And, and as a 15-year-old, she was simply spending a summer day uh, in the middle of Yushalayim. With her best friend and the two girls are buried side by side. This is not the Yard side, the Azkara. That's, in, right. that's on Chachav, which is in another three weeks from now. Right, understood. This is the anniversary on the secular calendar. Rabbi, exactly. Pup, Rabbi Pupko, Arnie just gave some important information about uh, uh, the, uh, the extradition treaty, question mark, with mm-hmm. Jordan, etc. Are these some of the things that people need to mention or simply calling uh, Congressman Nadler's office and demanding justice and demanding extradition is enough? Need one well, be, need one be an expert in all this in order to call his office? Uh, absolutely not. I think anyone can call. Uh, if you ever go to these offices, whether it's the district office or on Capitol Hill, you see that the staffers log these calls, and they come and they say, okay, we got X amount of calls about this issue or about that issue. So I think just seeing that people care about this, they're passionate, uh, they're hurt by the injustice, uh, that I think is very important. Uh, I think that, you know, their staff are aware. They got our letters. Uh, We had a letter from more than 20 rabbis uh, from all over. Especially, I'd like to thank Rabbi Alan Schwartz from Oiv Tzedek, who has been phenomenal, Rabbi Menachem Gitak. So there's been really a strong effort, and they're aware of it. Uh, And I think what we need now is to show that there is interest and that people are outraged by, by the injustice and discrimination here where just because it's a terrorist that killed Jews in Israel, uh, nothing's being done about it. You're the rabbi of a pretty prominent congregation here in Manhattan. Do you think uh, Congressman Nadler will give you a, will grant you a face-to-face meeting to discuss this with him? I hope so, and I think that the big question is, uh, you know, what will be done? What you know, will we see results? Right. Uh, because you know, it's 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 a tough issue. It involves not only Congress; it involves the State Department, the Department of Justice. And then, even once you get all that on board, you have to deal with Jordan, which is never easy. Rabbi Pupko, I thank you. Rabbi Elchanan Pupko, everybody out there, contact uh, Congressman Nadler by dialing 212-367-7350. You're demanding the extradition of Alam Ahmad al-Tamimi, a woman who is the mastermind of the Sabaro killing, the Sabaro murders of uh, 18 years ago today on the 9th of August, 2001. Uh, Arnie Roth, I... Uh, I I hope that our listeners will, in fact, um, feel it in their hearts to spend a minute or two and make this call and hopefully bring a drop of comfort to you and your family all these years later. That's a call to action. Call a couple to you. Thank you.
I thank you very, very much, and best regards to everybody in uh, in Israel. Uh, again, Congressman Nadler, 212-367-7350. We are demanding the extradition, as is um, as is the the law, uh, following following uh, a proper legal avenues. We are demanding the extradition of Alam Ahmad Al Tamimi, the female mastermind of the bombing of the Sabaro Pizzeria 18 years ago today, August the 9th, 2001. Hard to believe it's 18 years.